Clyde Edwards Hilaire is in the game now at running back. They fake to him. Mahomes throws right side. Top Rice at the five angling right. Touchdown! Kansas City rookie Rushy Rice. His first postseason touchdown. An 11-yard crossing pattern. And just like Germany, the Chiefs have an outstanding opening drive for a touchdown to start the game. And now the Chiefs spin out. They're going to go to a single-wing type play here. This will be a direct snap. It goes to Pacheco, spinning. Now moving to the left side. Pacheco, touchdown! Kansas City, the single-wing, again being used on the direct snap spinner. And all of the single-wing coaches spike the ball with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And now the Chiefs have opened up a 25-7 lead on a three-yard run by Pacheco. Again, all about quick release for Tua Tungavailoa. Three seconds on the play clock. In motion is Wilson. Tungavailoa in the pocket. Now fires a pass. It's going to be intercepted. Mike Edwards intercepted at his own 42-yard line. Edwards dives for it and picks it off. And Tua Tungavailoa with an overthrow. And the Chiefs get the defensive takeaway at 3.03 to go first quarter. And welcome into After Hours on a Sunday morning. It is chilly as a bone, man. It is cold. So cold, my car, like, went back in time. Didn't even start this morning. Took a little bit. Had to, like, I have automatic start. Didn't start. Had to go in my car, actually start it. And when I did, like, all the temperatures and all the gauges were off. The clock was at, like, 7.49 p.m. So I'm thinking that that's when my car officially, like, stopped working. Uh, that's my opinion. Very very similar, similar situation where car was just, like, yeah, it's too cold for this man. Oh, I went out there, like tried to start it, and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it didn't even want to. And my car is fine. Like it's, it's not like a a hoopty or like a you know an old beat up you know vehicle. It's a it's it's nice. It's just it's it's that cold. Yeah, that my car was just like, eh, it was like not a chance. Almost almost got there. It is a Sunday on after hours. We keep it clean. We keep it nice because. Praise the Lord. You heard the open there put together by Quentin himself. Uh, I'm not going to be this guy. I'm not going to be this guy that says, I told you so. I don't want to, I don't want to go there. But yesterday's show that we did for four hours, Friday's show that we did from Cinder Block Brewery, and Thursday's show that I did with Julio Sanchez for two hours from seven to nine, I tried to beat it like a dead horse and tell you that this was a resume game, that this was a game of one team that has been here and one team that has not been there, and that it wasn't arrogance, that it wasn't overconfidence. It was just the fact that you had to look at the paper and tell yourself one team knew their business, the other one didn't, and last night's game, you should have been very, very, very knowledgeable of that. That game, at no point, in my opinion, was ever close. They have it on replay right now on NFL Network. The Chiefs defense, number one, completely shut everything down. There was a fluky Tyree kill touchdown, right? Like, he got his, and that was it. And the opening drive, you heard the audio there of Mitch Holtis of 106.5 The Wolf and the Chiefs Radio Network. The opening drive, just like we had talked about in that Cincinnati game. Keep it methodical. Keep it strategical to your system and just go down the field and score, and they did that. They did exactly what we've talked about. Use the simplicity to your advantage. 
use Isaiah Pacheco. And I know it was frustrating. They went down first two plays, threw it, threw it. Kelsey had a drop. Then a big third down by Travis Kelsey was caught. And then after that, it was like the floodgates were open. The warmth came into the bloodstream and the cold weather was no longer a factor. Miami looked so out of place the entire game. From the moment they stepped on the field to the moment that they got off the field, that game was clearly an advantage to the Chiefs. 10-7, 13-7, 16-7. Final score, I believe, what, 26-7? Anybody get really close from our 6-10 guessers? I don't know who the closest person was. But again, we had everybody out there, right? But everybody on there. Everybody hit the under, the under hit. Why? Two factors. Extremely cold, great defense. And when that team played yesterday, they did exactly what we wanted. Use Isaiah Pacheco, use Rishi Rice, and then it'll open up Travis Kelsey. Did I miss anything out of the offense other than that? Marquez Adescaling had a big third down catch, right? Big MVS. He he got a he got a third down pass. That was good to see. Justin Watson with a great catch on the sidelines. Didn't need too much of it. Canarius Tony was on the injured list before the game as an inactive. Didn't play. Didn't have to worry about that. Still no Sky Moore. What they did is how they do things and what works for this team. Continue to do this. You can beat Buffalo this way. You can stay neck and neck with Baltimore this way. You can. You can play with teams with this sort of, I guess, this sort of method of how you are as a Chiefs team, right? You use Isaiah Pacheco, you use Rasheed Rice, you open up Travis Kelsey, and then you let the defense do their thing. Nick Bolton was fantastic last night. Trent McDuffie, Legereus Need again, fantastic last night. George Karloftis, hello. Two sacks, second-year pro, 10-sack club this year, seven last year, finished the season with four games and four straight sacks. This team gets it. This team now knows their identity. And if you don't believe that, then you're in denial. This team knows its identity, and we know what that identity is because we saw it in Cincinnati. You saw it in the playoffs. This team has now reeled together three wins in a row. One with their backups, one in the playoffs, and one to win an AFC West title. You cannot tell me that the mantra, that the feeling, that the way this team is feeling looks completely different. And I know I get it. It's only been three weeks. Sample size, Dusty, I understand. But we talked yesterday, two big things. Resume game. Know your identity. Figure it out. Simplicity can work for this Kansas City Chiefs team, and it is. Also, what was in Andy Reid's mustache? Uh, as a, someone with facial hair myself. That wasn't that wasn't saliva. Um, you know, when it's cold outside, you get we'll just say moisture in said facial hair, and it's cold, it freezes. Yeah, and then it build it built up. It's funny that the sideline reporter who did a great job uh, last night was asked him about it, and yeah. he was like, "Yeah, I know." Well, he came out of the of halftime, and it was back to being manicured and cleaned up, and I didn't know if that was like saliva. Or maybe the nose had a little bit of, you know, mucus running out of it. I will say this. It, if when you've been outside and it's that cold 
And, uh, you know, when you breathe, you do have moisture that comes out. Mm-hmm. And if that, that moisture will get caught in your beard or mustache, and then it'll okay. freeze okay. when it's when it is cold like that outside. I've had that. It's weird because then if you like, you know, you move your your mouth, you can feel the icicles breaking on your facial hair. Mm. I don't know, man. I just wanted to clean it. Yeah. I just wanted to like reach into my TV and be like, hey, you got something right here. But either way, you look at this, we talked about it before the game, right? We talked about it yesterday for a few segments. You look at what the Chiefs are, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, that defense. You look at what Miami is, Miami Daniels, Tua Tagovailoa, that team. That team was turned off the minute they got onto that field. Nobody looked comfortable for Miami. Raheem Moser didn't look comfortable. Devon Achan didn't even look like he was on the field. Tyreek Hill... Non-factor. Jalen Waddle, non-factor, right? And when that defense gets that little bit of a boost or that little bit of a help from that weather, that game was over. And you can be like, oh, no, 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 they had mistakes. They had, you know, Dwan Taylor still does his thing. I get it. That's frustrating. We understand that. Oh, the refs missed a call. Sure they did. Refs are going to miss calls. The Chiefs had a turnover. Sure they did when it didn't matter. They won that game 26-7. to It was never close. They were the better team. They were the better coach team. They were better prepared. And now they get an extra two days of rest, and we'll find out. Is it Houston? Is it Buffalo? Pittsburgh beats Buffalo. You hightail it up to, uh, to Rochester, New York, and you'll go play the Buffalo Bills. If somehow, some way, Pittsburgh wins, you'll play at home against the Houston Texans. I don't know if there's any sort of matchup that you prefer over one or the other, but give me Buffalo, baby. Give me this game or this team and this this style of play that they're doing. Give me this style of team against anybody in this AFC picture. We might be doing this dance again in an AFC championship game. I don't know. I can guarantee you one thing. Quentin will be back here next Saturday. I can almost guarantee you, you and I will get an email from our boss that said, hey, how'd Saturday go? It was great. Minus K-State. Other than that, we'll see you again next week. But this is After Hours Sunday edition, 9 until noon. Quentin, Dusty, we're with you until 12 o'clock. You want to chime in, 913-586-7610, whatever it is you want to do. Phone line, text line, anything. We'll get back into the stat sheet on why this game mattered more to the Chiefs than I think than any game this year outside of that Cincinnati game. Again, this is After Hours Six Ten Sports Radio. Back here on After Hours on a cold, chilly Sunday. As I just showed the play of McCall Hardman, what appeared he was getting held. There was no appear. It was 1,000% he was held. Outside of that, nothing much to gripe about for me from the refs. Thought it was a decent game. I mean, Andy was hot after that play. I mean, hot after that play. But again, if you want to give me two two things to complain about, they involve the same person. And that's McCole Hardman. I didn't understand the deep pass that he kind of, I don't know, it was almost like a stop. Like he didn't fully go. Which if anybody on the team, you'd think that he would have the, the reps with Mahomes to know that that's the route you just got to keep going. But I'm not going to complain too much about that. 
That's about it. And then Kelsey with the drops early on. But he was big enough throughout the end of the game, right? Your numbers in this game, Patrick Mahomes, 23 of 41, 262, and a touchdown. If you'd have told me that Patrick Mahomes was going to throw the ball 41 times in this game, I'd have been concerned. But it was clear and evidently obvious that when that game started, the Chiefs had no care in the world that it was negative 35,000 degrees below zero. Because they threw it 41 times, and they led the entire game and still threw it 41 times from their quarterback, 23 of 41, 262, and a touchdown. Isaiah Pacheco, man, we talked a lot about this. We talked a lot about Isaiah Pacheco, 24 carries for 89 yards. You think to yourself, ah, oh, that's only a 3.7 average, but those are 89 tough yards, right? There wasn't really any of those plays where Pacheco busts it out you know, like a 30-yard run or like a 28, 29-yard run a couple times. It was just straight-up manpower, 89 yards, like six here, five here, four here, eight here, six there, and just beat the Dolphins' defense to death. Patrick Mahomes with a couple of big runs. He had 41 yards. He was second in the team with carries or with uh, with rushing yards. And then you look at what was the receiving yards. There's really only three names that really stand out on the stat sheet. And it's the three names that we've talked about. Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, Rishi Rice. And in the order that we like to see production, at least right now with this team, it's Isaiah Pacheco, Rishi Rice, Travis Kelsey. Yesterday, Travis Kelsey, 7 for 71. Probably could have had 100 yards and nine carry, or nine catches. He had some early drops. But he had a big first down conversion on a third down play on the opening drive that led to points that led to that team driving down, which then led to Rasheed Rice getting the 11-yard touchdown that you heard at the beginning of the show that I played that Mitch Holt has called. Rasheed Rice had eight catches for 130 yards, averaging 16.2 and a touchdown. The greatest thing about Rasheed Rice is he's not a wide receiver one. He's a wide receiver one on this offense this year. But when the Chiefs go do whatever they do in the offseason, whether that is sign a free agent, sign two free agents, sign a free agent, draft a rookie wide receiver, Rasheed Rice is a very, very solid option, number two. But on this offense, he's number one. Maybe he is a number one eventually. But he just gives me a lot of those Sammy Watkins vibes. And right now, the most important thing out of what he is, a wide receiver one, a wide receiver two, a wide receiver anything, he's the most trusted player on this team for Patrick Mahomes. And his total yardage is sixth most by a rookie in NFL history in their first playoff game. So he was historically good last night. Right. Not only that, I think throughout the entire season, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was second in yards after the catch. Yeah. Oh, um, behind Tyreek? For a, for a while, he was in front of Tyreek because yeah. he got injured. I mean, and the only wide receiver, rookie wide receiver he was behind was Puka. Mm. Rice has been crazy good. And I think that sometimes we might forget about it because he wasn't, you know, right off the bat as good as some of the other rookie wide receivers. Yeah. Or it took him a while to get going. Sort of like George Karloftis last year. Yeah. Where I think that he doesn't get recognized for how good he's been because he had other guys in the same draft class sort of hit the ground running, whereas these guys took a little bit to get going. Sure. But... This is another very impactful draft class. It's looking that way. I mean, last year's was amazing. 
right? Last year you had Brian Cook, Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis, Leo Chennault. And you look at what Rasheed Rice is, and we can talk about Rasheed Rice for a while today, which we probably will, because it's it's almost like it's ironic the way this season has gone, that throughout the season, the ups and downs, the the trials and tribulations that this team had on their offense because of antitrust and receivers, no one can catch. Kadarius Tony was supposed to be your number one. Wasn't, right? MVS making $11 million. We all know his salary because we've all stared at it of our faces on our phones or computers and been so angry because of the production that we've seen. And then here comes a rookie, right? And all of a sudden, this rookie kind of opens up some eyes to people that are watching the game. Like, okay, this guy's actually pretty good. We should probably give him the ball more. And I understand what Andy Reid is as a head coach when it comes to rookie players, especially wide receivers, when you are playing with one of the best quarterbacks ever set foot on the NFL football field. And it takes time to, you know, incorporate that sort of trust and incorporate that into the playbook and into the system. And it took three weeks, I think, total for Rasheed Rice. And then you look at what happened last night and you see the exact same progress over and over and over again. And it is Patrick Mahomes looking for number four, number four looking for number 15, sitting in the zone, realizing where he needs to be, understanding what this offense is, understanding what Patrick Mahomes' trust is. And then boom, 130 yards on eight catches and a touchdown. He was unstoppable last night. And Pete Sweeney said this was coming, right? He said, Miami Dolphins secondary gives up yardage to wide receiver ones on offense. And by God, do that. From the 913, do you think that Pat's going to keep that busted helmet? You better believe it. Unless the NFL makes him, like, send it in so they can look at why it was faltered. But I doubt it. I bet that thing is going to be in a case and somewhere in his, like, man cave or somewhere and be like, that was a playoff helmet that busted. Tom Brady never had a busted helmet in the playoffs. Take that, Tom Brady. Somebody from the 816, I thought Clyde Edwards ran his ass off last night in limited time. He was fine. He was good. He was very well, uh, a very well spell player. He had, again, he had, um, he had seven carries for 21 yards. Um, nothing that's going to blow you away in the stat sheet. He did have a fumble. Um, but it was at the end of the game. It didn't matter. It was, you know, it was pointless. But either way, he did have that. Um, but what sticks out the most on the stat sheet, man, is is Rasheed Rice, 8 for 130. Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball 41 times in that temperature. And Isaiah Pacheco getting the ball, getting carries 24 times. So we always say we Isaiah Pacheco needs 20 to 25 touches. He got 25 touches. He got just at 25 touches, 24 carries, one catch. But he got 25 catches, or he got 25 touches. So you love to see that. You love to see those type of things. And then on the defensive side, Nick Bolton was amazing. Five tackles, five assisted tackles. Drew Tranquil had four tackles. Ajarius need four. George Karloftis, a sack and a half. Karloftis was an animal last night. In fact, George Karloftis was the only player on this team to get a sack. One and a half sacks for George Karloftis. So somebody has to have a half somewhere. Um, the weird stat that sticks out. Leo Chanel had two kick returns for 27 yards. Well, yeah, because it was like in the second second quarter, early third quarter, you had both teams just squibbing it. 
Well, and then uh, the very start of the game, the, the they kicked to the Chiefs, and Leo Chennault got it. Like, because that ball was a frozen rock. Yeah. You could not kick that football last night. I think that's why they were squibbing it. Nobody was able to kick that thing. And plus, plus with the wind. I mean, oh, we saw terrible. that on uh, one of those deep throws, the, mm-hmm. the Pat deep throw, where the ball just, like, it got caught in a gust, and then it just it looked like he just threw the ball away. It was like hitting a wiffle ball. Yeah. Right? Miami ain't Buffalo. Welcome to the negativity to the text line. I understand that. Never did those words come out of my mouth. So if you're going to be a little negative on a Sunday, Miami ain't Buffalo. I know Miami's not Buffalo. Not once did I say that Miami was Buffalo. The only thing that got mentioned about Buffalo was that if you could keep this sort of offense and this sort of simplicity moving forward, you might be able to play with everybody. Thank you very much for letting me know that Miami's not Buffalo. You're listening to After Hours. I'm Dusty Likens. That's Quentin at 610 Sports Radio. Hey, uh, Quentin, did you know that Miami's not Buffalo? Well, due to the text line, I now know that. Like, what's the point of that? I, I, I don't understand. Can someone help me out? 913-586-7610. Jay Southland, Toaster, text line. What's the point of someone texting saying Miami ain't Buffalo? Just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. What's the point of that text? I don't have to tell you that Miami isn't Buffalo. I think the text was pretty clear. I just don't understand it. Like, am I missing something? It, 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 Miami's not Miami ain't Buffalo. I just maybe you guys can help me out. It's early. It's cold. People will maybe be a little grouchy. Maybe be a little upset their bet didn't win last night. Like to get on your phone. This is I'm just trying to think about the process. Maybe I'm going way too over the top on this. To get on your phone. Listen to this show and then get on your phone, text it 913-586-7610 to After Hours. Miami ain't Buffalo. Send. Somebody help me out with that process. I'm I'm literally trying to figure this out. I it's got me in a in a and just it's got my mind just You're messed up. You're all tied up. up in a knot. I don't know, man. I just don't understand it. From the 913, nothing. That dude is just bitter douche trying to give his unsolicited opinion. If Miami was Buffalo, they would have had to move this game last night. (laughs) Very well played. Dusty, your voice sounds like Mike McDaniels this morning. Also, the Chiefs are tougher than Bills. I didn't know I sounded like Mike McDaniels. I've just been talking for like five straight days. So it's probably getting ready. I'm probably getting ready to lose it. This happens every year, by the way, if you haven't listened to... This program, I will lose my voice by Friday night. It'll be gone, especially with the cold weather and all the cigs. I'm kidding. I don't smoke cigarettes. But you need to you need to start drinking some uh, like honey tea. You know, I yeah. need you for Saturday. I know, dude. It, it will happen. Like I will lose my voice. Plus, I work in the service industry as a side gig during the normal days. So, like when I get there, I'm like, "And would you like a water?" And they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> You're like, "This guy <laughs> just hit you already right in front of me." Yeah, dude. I just got hair, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but hey, by the way, did you know that Miami's not Buffalo? Uh, you know what? Okay. I I, just, I thank you for pointing that out. The best part about this game is the, that is that my, is that Miami, Miami wasn't was Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> like, how are you that freaking negative on a Sunday victory Sunday? Like, the fact that you could text in 
You know the Chiefs aren't Baltimore. Oh, golly. People are just being negative Richards. Yeah. It's zero outside, the blind man. It's uh, it's negative seven. So I don't know what you're reading, blind man. It's negative seven is the temperature. <laughs> My whole way here, it said negative 11. My car started in 1997 this morning. Like, I'd never seen my car do that before. I was, like, hitting the automatic start, and it was like, nah. I, like, did it again. It's like, dude, no, not now. So I went out there, and I started it, and it squealed like a cat. Like, you'd step on a cat's tail. It's like, like that's, that's how it sounded. And so then, and then it started, and then, like, all my, like, so I have an option in my, in my car where you can do passenger and driver's side, like, heating and cooling, and heated seats, cooling seats. Both heated seats went on. It was, like, 74 degrees on the thermometer blowing air and then it was just like on random satellite that I don't even I don't even have satellite radio and it was on a satellite radio station and then it just said 727 p.m. your car like had a stroke 1000 percent my car knows that it's not Miami or Buffalo it's a smart car Dusty you me Johnny Dole Scooter Henderson should go play around a golf when it gets warmer I don't know who you are but sure I like those. Uh, I like those. I haven't seen Scooter in a really long time, but I know Johnny. I see Johnny like once a month. <clears throat> Good dude. Anyways, anyways, lean into what works, and then when you do play Buffalo, winter ain't summer. We're gonna get this all. We're gonna get this all all day. That's fine. Bring them on. I every, like it. Every show has got like, you know, it's its own personality. And I think this is the personality for the day. Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> Miami ain't Buffalo. <laughs> really? I got the, I got uh, the title of the podcast though. Uh, yeah. Miami ain't Buffalo. Uh, do you know that Tua Tagovailoa ain't Josh Allen? It's crazy how that works. It's weird. So weird. I love that one though. Winter ain't summer. I'm not reading anything. I'm blind. The blind man. He's got you there. Yeah. Well, you're wrong because it's not zero outside. It's negative seven. So whatever, like, Braille temperature thing they have, like, it says negative seven. Have they cut McCall Hardman yet? That dude quit in the route twice. Uh, he was held on one of them. But there was a weird little I, – I know the one you're you're referencing. He just, like – It was weird. He did stop. And Mahomes even was like, go. Like <laughs> – it's like he had a little hitch in his giddy up. You know, he like yeah. did a stutter step. I don't know. It was confusing because we were watching it. We actually, I had people over at my place and we were watching it last night from, from my living room. And my dad came over and even he was like, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I've, I have no idea what happened. But no, they're not going to cut McCole Hardman. We can't get mad at every single flaw that a receiver has. I'd rather have McCole Hardman last night than Kadarius Tony or MBS. Now, MBS did have a big third down catch, which I love to see. That was I was very proud of eleven, and that's the most I'll talk about number eleven. Unless he does something else next week against Buffalo, who's not Miami. <sighs> it's so cold. The fountain on Vivian Road is frozen solid, dude. It's brutal. Like I just I don't know if you did. Maybe it's because I had like way too many Miller lights last night. Actually, it was Bush lights last night. But I forgot that today was supposed to be just like yesterday. Like, we were all hyped up on the weather yesterday and how it was going to affect this game and how cold it was. And you watched everybody on the field. Like, they were just completely miserable. Like, Mike McDaniel looked miserable. Andy Reid's mustache was just nasty. 
which is fine. Maybe that was an intimidation factor for Andy Reid. But, like, I completely forgot this morning. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just still going to be, like, negative 12. Yeah, it's going to be cold, Ugh. you know, for the rest of the week. Yeah, it looks like you're giving off, like, a cell phone number. When you look at the 10-day forecast, it's like 1789264. And you're like, oh, that 2-6 is the highest day of the week because it's 26 degrees outside. There's literally no one outside. Yeah. Like, what would you rather be doing than this right now? Would you rather be ready for the games today? Or would you be like, you know what? It's 938. I'm going to get right back in the bed and go to sleep. Oh, this is a, this is definitely a blanket movie kind of day. Mm. This is what. a get your cup of coffee, curl yeah. back up in the bed, and turn on something. Maybe have, like, autoplay on so I don't even have to move. This definitely gives me limited series vibes today. Maybe we can do that a little bit later. You know what limited series like? There's like three or four episodes in it to where you can just kind of hit play, and they're like 45 to an hour long, and you're just like, all right, I'll just – if I miss an episode because I fall asleep, I can just go back. Uh, Breaking Bad is not The Sopranos. <laughs> That's true. So there's going to be an upset. I wonder who it will be. Dallas. That's my pick. I think Dallas gets upset. And then I think Mike McCarthy gets fired tonight. Was the Cleveland-Houston game an upset? No, but you were right. Fluco showed up. Oh, I'm so happy about that. Back-to-back pick sixes. Oh, God, dude. Mm. I forgot the beans for my chili, so my dumbass is out here getting them this morning. Oh, Well, at least you know you're going to be in and out real fast. You know exactly where you're going. You know exactly what you're getting. Hopefully your car only drops about 20 degrees when you're inside Uh. for 30 seconds. I would almost, I'm dead serious. Like, if I'm you, texter from the 816, if I'm going to the grocery store just to get my beans, I'm parking and leaving my car running. Steal it. If you're, if you're that desperate, steal it. But I'm, I'm that desperate to keep it warm. I want to go in there, get my beans for my chili, self-checkout, and then I'm in my car and it doesn't even have, there's no effect. I promise you I will... Well, I guess I have to take my fob off, but I will run to my car before this show is over and start it so that I can have it full blast. It's that cold. Well, and if you have heated seats, you've got leather seats, or at least, you know, yeah. faux leather seats. Yeah, which they stick to your legs uh-huh. in the summer, and they uh, they let you know exactly where everything is below you in the winter. Yeah, you don't need to, you don't need a temperature gauge in your in your car. You know what it is just based on your seats. Yeah. Miami loses to the Chiefs 26 to 7, or the Chiefs beat Miami 26 to 7. Patrick Mahomes throws the ball 40 times. Tua Tugavailoa doesn't throw it for over 200 yards. He is now 0 and 4 when the temperature is under 40 degrees, which solidifies that Tua Tugavailoa cannot play in the cold weather. I didn't think really any Chiefs looked affected by it yesterday. And I know that might be, oh, Dusty, you're just a biased Homer Chiefs fan. Come on now. They were they were sluggish. They were there, you know, maybe. But I mean, watching that game, like watching Blake Bell make a big catch when he needed to do or Noah Gray when he needed to do it. Watching MVS catch one third down, watching Travis Kelsey drop a few at the start, but then all of a sudden figure it out and have seven catches for seventy one yards. Watching a rookie in Rasheed Rice, who's from Texas, go out there and just still tell Patrick Mahomes, hey, you find four. I'll make sure it's all right. And Mahomes is out there. He was spinning it, man. Tell you what, this team, I want to talk about it on the other side, but there is a different Chiefs team every single time 
when the game gets into playoff mode. Miami, you don't get to figure it out. You go home. Monday, you turn in your playbooks. You have your end-of-your-season meeting. You have your cute little episode. You know, you have your cute little episode on hard knocks. And then you get to watch Kansas City play either Houston or Buffalo. We'll talk about those matchups. We'll talk about other matchups in the games today on Sunday in the NFL playoffs. For Quentin, I'm Dusty. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. Rock your boys. I thought he said something different. Learn something new every day. Sunday show. I could have sworn it was something else. Did you know that Miami ate Buffalo? I did. I, I did know you learn that, that today? I learned that about 30 minutes ago that Miami's not Buffalo. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You know, Tua Tagovailoa is not Patrick Mahomes. I just, I'm just so baffled by that. Like you could just, you could get on your cell phone and just be like, I was going to ask advice from the text line today, but I don't know if they're in the right mood for it. No, but I do love seeing this. Uh, this is your favorite DoorDasher from the eight one six out here in Blue Springs, grinding like normal. But give a shout out to Blue Springs because they're tipping like crazy. Love the show. Thank you for that. Love that you're listening. Love that you, uh, you know, got up early and hit hit the grind button immediately. What, everybody's just ordering breakfast and just getting it dashed to their house? If you could DoorDash one breakfast place right now, where would it be? Man. Waffle House. Is there a Waffle House in Can- like in this area? I don't know. Where I don't think there is. Because on the, on the Kansas side, there's just not that many. Yeah. Because, like, I know there's not even a Waffle House in Lawrence. That's sad, but there's a lot of good stuff in Lawrence. I mean, there's a Waffle House real close to my house on Douglas and Lee Summit. I would DoorDash an all-star special. Crispy hash browns, smothered, diced, peppered, and covered. Um, Sausage patties, wheat toast, over-easy eggs, bacon, chocolate chip waffle. Ah, uh, no, I don't do the chocolate chip waffle. Oh, uh, you got to. There's a Waffle House on 75th near Neiman. I was waiting last night when they showed the aerial shot of Kauffman Stadium. I was waiting so bad for Mike Tirico to talk about, like, the movement or the upcoming 3-8s tax uh, thing. I was hoping that he would be that uh, included. The shack, breakfast, and lunch. See, <sighs> This is where I will say this. That place gives me so much anxiety because they just allow kids to just roam and draw on the walls. Like the whole place is just covered in graffiti from like nine-year-olds. And it just, every time I sit down, I'm like, oh, gosh, I, I just, I feel like I put my hand in syrup somewhere. I feel like there's a kid that's going to come to me that's not mine. I don't have any kids, but if I did, it probably wouldn't be mine. And ask me for, you know, to take them home. I don't know. It just gives me anxiety. I don't want to deal with kids. I don't mind them. I don't have a problem with kids. I don't mind, um, like, family member kids for a little bit. But then it's like, can you go back Can you go back to your mom, please? I don't, I don't know. Some anymore. of my friends have really cool kids, really nice kids. And for some reason, kids gravitate towards me. I don't know if it's because I give off kid vibes. Yeah, you've got a very, you know, bubbly personality. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. Maybe bubbly is not the right word. I think it's just. That's fine. I think it's we could just. just be a, we could just be a human champagne bottle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
ready to explode when someone tells you something as simple as Buffalo's not Miami. Exactly. The wa- There's a Waffle House at 75th and Neiman and one on Frontage Road and 435. There's also one on Douglas. There's also one on Woods Chapel. There's also one on Front Street. Dusty, it's because you have a it's because you have a comfort. I can't read today. Confronting, comforting, welcome face. I don't I don't know. I can't read. I'm dyslexic. Comforting. C O M F O R T I N G. Am I saying that right? Comforting? I don't know. Let me Am I saying that wrong? Com- comforting? 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 A comforting face? That doesn't sound like something you'd say on a Sunday. Um, I don't know. I did have a segment one time I said I wanted to be a Manny on this show because Kim Kardashian was looking for a Manny, something that could tell, take her kids to sporting events to uh, practice because obviously her ex-husband is a little bit out there um, and has nothing really to do with like anything in the public because he'll always wear like a, a sheet over his face when Kanye Yee West or whatever he goes by. Do you imagine if like Kim Kardashian was like, hey, you qualify. You're my Manny. Hey, Kim, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. The kids are asleep. Uh, if you need anything, you know my cell phone. I'm going to go ahead and go back to my uh, bugalo down the street that you pay for. All right. And then you never know. Hour later. Dusty, are you in there? Uh, Yeah. What's up? Are the kids awake? No, no. I'll leave it at that. Anyways. It's Sunday. Yeah. Buffalo or Houston? Who do you want to play more? You want another shot at the at, at, at Buffalo, or do you want to do you want the young kid to come to town? I, I think I want the young kid to come to town. You better be careful what you wish for, because he's got a he's got a brass set on him, Quentin. And that's fine. Okay. Um, I think that one. I want another home playoff game. Yeah. Right. But I think also, I think Steve Spagnuolo does really good at pressure schemes against young quarterbacks and you know guys that haven't experienced it. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen is a guy that's experienced you know a lot of those pressure sets. So. Yeah. You know, plus Josh Allen has proven that, you know, he can run and run dudes over. Um, We're not going to see that from CJ Stroud. I don't think he's going to, you know, bulldoze safeties to get first downs. Yeah. I think it's just a better matchup defensively. Yeah. I mean, are you starting to talk yourself into saying that this team could play in another AFC championship game or are you already there? I think I'm starting to talk myself into it. I think they proved a lot to me last night. I think they proved to me that they can stick to the run game, right? Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco ran the ball 24 times. He did. He had 25 total touches. He ran the ball 24 times for 89 yards. He had one catch. So he did exactly what we wanted. That right? is crazy. That they that the Kansas in an Andy Reid offense in 2024 mm-hmm. ran the ball 24 times with their main running, but that doesn't even include the – Clyde. Clyde and the Mahomes. I mean, they Mahomes ran, ran the twice ball. for 40, I think. Yeah. So, and on a big fourth and four. Huge. So this is a team that has proven to me, at least in the playoffs, that Andy Reid can stick to that. Plus, Bryce was plucking balls out of the air. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those early passes from Mahomes were high. They were. He looked a little ramped up. At the start of the game, because the first throw he had, it was. It was zipped up there, was kind of over the, you know, the hands, and you were like, all right, Pat, amp it down, amp it down, you know. Just cool, stay cool. Playoffs, I get it, we're all juiced up. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can talk myself into it yet. We got one more game to go, and then 
We'll, we got to find out who we play. Who the Chiefs play? First. Who do you want, Buffalo or? Oh, I want Buffalo. Yeah, oh, in yeah. Buffalo. I want Mahomes on the road for the first time in Buffalo to shatter their dreams. That's what I want because I'm just a jerk, and I own that. What's with all these cans? That's from a movie called The Jerk. Um, but no, I I I think the best the best story for this year would be to go to Buffalo. And that's all you'll hear nationally from, you know, the tops is this is the first time Mahomes and company is going to have to travel on the playoffs, on the road, and go get a victory. And you get to go to Buffalo, right? And everything seems to stop with Buffalo and Kansas City for Buffalo in the playoffs, right? You think of AFC Championship game when Buffalo was kind of showing that they were the team. Josh Allen had arrived, Sean McDermott, Andy Reid coaching tree. Buffalo's there. Then the next year is what? The 13-second game? Yeah. Right? Last year, you don't get the chance. And then this year, Buffalo's fourth year making the playoffs and winning their division. This year, they beat you by a fluke. By a fluke, Buffalo beat you. Right? Kadarius Tony was lined off offsides. And probably the best play that we would have seen all year in football was erased. And Buffalo would not have won that game, which then means this game would be in Kansas City, but it's not. Buffalo finally got one up on the Chiefs. Oh, we finally get them to come to our house in the playoffs. And what happens? That team that played last night shows up in East, in, in, in East Rutherford, and Buffalo fans have to go, gosh, we can't beat them here. We can't beat them there. We can't beat them anywhere in the playoffs. At what point does that just become a psyche for a professional athlete? Like Josh Allen? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what point is it? How many times do you have to lose in the playoffs, even when you've had success against them in the regular season, where it's just like, we can't get over the hump? Ask Peyton Manning. That's what I would say. Because how many times were the Colts, like, 12-4, and 13-3, and three, did, their, did their due diligence in the South, had to play New England in the regular season every year because both teams finished at the top of their division, and Indianapolis would go play New England, and Peyton would come out, and they'd win 42-21 to you know 21 or something like that, and then the playoffs would start and be like, Remember back in week seven when Peyton put up 40 on Tom in the defense and then you'd watch the playoffs. Well, what happened? The final score would be like 23 to 17 and the Colts would lose. And you're just like, I don't know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. One team shows up in the playoffs and the other one doesn't. And that's what happened last night. We'll talk more about that with this Kansas City Chiefs team because the real Chiefs team showed up last night and praise be, you love to see it. For Quentin, I'm Dusty Likens. Listen to After Hours and 610 Sports Radio.